Welcome to Mental Health in Minnesota, produced by NAMI Minnesota, the National Alliance on Mental Illness, a nonprofit organization dedicated to improving the lives of children and adults with mental illnesses and their families. Visit NAMI Minnesota online at namimn.org. Hello, this is Brian Jost with NAMI Minnesota. Here's a short episode with Kay King, NAMI Minnesota staff member, uh, discussing some of the older adults programming offered by NAMI Minnesota and specifically related to substance use in older adults. You can contact Kay King uh, via email at kayking at namimn.org. And that's her first initial, just the letter K and then K-I-N-G at namimn.org. Or call the office, 651-645-2948. Uh, we have an earlier episode, podcast episode, uh, that was an overview of the older adults programming. And there will be a third related episode focused on anxiety in older adults by Kay King also. Uh, here's Kay. Hi, I'm Kay King. I'm the older adults program coordinator and community educator for adults at NAMI Minnesota. I've been with NAMI almost 10 years, and today I would like to talk a little bit about one of my programs that's under the umbrella of Gray Matters. I have five programs that fall under the Gray Matters series, and the program I want to talk about today is Understanding Substance Use Disorders in Older Adults. Again, this program is suitable for senior workers, and could be staff at a nursing home, could be staff at um, street rate market apartments that have, you know, 55 plus majority of, of residents. Um, it could be people that work in social security offices, could be volunteers that do Meals on Wheels, um, folks that, you know, primarily work or volunteer with older adults. So this program is two hours long, and I'm just going to give you a few highlights from the program, hopefully to whet your appetite to consider learning more about older adults and substance use disorder. When we talk about substance use disorder, we're talking about misuse of pres prescription drugs. We're also talking about misuse of street drugs, and we're also talking about misuse of alcohol. And do know that in older adults, the most commonly misused substance is alcohol. However, um, prescription drugs are creeping up, and certainly, you know, that's a concern of many of, of us that work with older adults and also maybe work in substance use prevention. So the objectives for this particular program is to learn, you know, why abuse of alcohol, drugs, and prescription medications among adults 60 and older is one of the fastest growing health problems in the U.S. Um, recognize some of the negative consequences of improper use or overuse of alcohol, drugs, prescription medications, and that also includes over-the-counter um, medications as well. We also, um, as a result of you know taking this two-hour class, you'll be able to identify three or more age-related changes that could elevate an older adult's sensitivity to the effects of drugs and alcohol, and that make um, older adults more at risk for substance use problems. And then finally, you know, want to be sure that you come away with at least three or more resources to learn about older adults and substance abuse. And some of those resources, of course, will be local, you know, that in Minnesota that you can use to access for older adults. One thing I think that um, is important to know is that, you know, we tend to have um, onset of mental health issues and also substance use disorders young. Um, by age 14, you know, 50% of people who are going to have any signs and symptoms of a mental illness any time in their lifetime have them by age 14. 
The other um, factor is that by age 24, that figure rises to 75%. So that does not mean that an older adult can't develop some signs and symptoms for the first time. They can, but that's not the majority of people. People tend to develop you know, these issues younger, and then they age with their issues. And the good news is that recovery is available always. Um, speaking, um, I'm backtracking a little bit to something called major depression, but with major depression, 80% of older adults get better with treatment. That's really, really a very positive figure. And the same thing is it's never too late to get help for substance use problems, um, and it's never too late to get help with other mental health issues. And illnesses are on a continuum. You know, you can have mild heart disease, moderate heart disease, really severe heart disease. You can have mild diabetes, moderate diabetes, really severe diabetes. Well, the same thing is really true with mental health conditions. You know, you can have mild anxiety disorder, moderate anxiety disorder, really severe. So when we hear the statistics that one in five adults and one in five youth live with a mental illness, lots of those folks live with mild anxiety disorder or mild major depression. And so it's important to know that not everybody lives on the far, far severe end of the scale. Although I think, you know, when we look at popular media, we read about it, we watch TV, um, we look at popular culture, um, I think we think, oh, everybody's living with severe everything. And that really is not the truth. What I feel so good about with older adults is that if you meet someone who's in their 70s and 80s, and they've been managing anxiety disorder since age 11, those are really resilient people. Those are people that have lived a life. You know, they've raised their kids, they've gone to school, post-secondary education sometimes. Um, they also have worked. Um, they also have done all the things that everybody else does. And they've learned coping strategies to live a life. So by the time you meet them at 70, 80, maybe even 90, they really have some strategies that work for them. Doesn't mean that they don't have some ups and downs with their illness, but those are my heroes. Those are the folks that you know are working a life. And they have a lot of wisdom and they know what works for them. So with substance use disorder specifically, you know, some of the issues that um, come about are that, you know, as we age, we tend to use more medications. So we might take some medications for mental health, which we've taken for many years since we've been young. But then as we age, other conditions can occur. Um, maybe we take drops because we have some macular degeneration. Maybe we have diabetes. Um, because we are a society that has more obesity and things that contribute to diabetes. So maybe we're taking some oral medication for that, or maybe we're taking insulin shots um, for diabetes. We might also take something for cholesterol. We also could take something for high blood pressure. So consequently, as you get older, you know, you're going to be taking probably more medications than you are when you were younger. And then aging bodies respond differently to alcohol and medication than when we were younger. So, for example, um, you may, um, maybe you were a six-pack-a-weekend beer drinker, and that was in your 30s and your 40s and your 50s. But as you age, there's some actual physical changes in your body that make that not possible anymore. And so, you know, you'll learn, um, if you take a, a presentation like this or take a class, you'll learn that you have less um, volume of fluids in your body as you get older. So consequently, having water in your body helps dilute things like alcohol in your body, but you have less just because of aging. It's not how much you drank of water. Um, the other thing is that um, you have, even though you may weigh the same weight as you did when you were 25, 
and today you're 90 and you weigh the same weight, um, your ratio has changed between your muscle and your fat. And you have more fat as a ratio than muscle than you did younger. So, so you're the same body weight, but consequently fat stores, you know, these medications and these things like alcohol. And unfortunately, uh, muscle is less and that's what makes the, it go through your system faster. So you just can't, um, you know, ingest the same sorts of things that you did before. And then many, many medications that people take clearly have um, contradictions of taking any alcohol with them. And so obviously, if you're now taking a medication, um, you no longer perhaps can take any alcohol at all. So, you know, that's an example of that. The other thing is that we also have ageism going in our society. And so let's say um, you go in for kind of a well checkup, maybe you're once a year physical and you're an older adult. Um, sometimes for a physical, you'll get a half hour, but lots of our health appointments are 15 minute increments. And so, you know, you're going to talk about some of the things that are on your mind, like maybe sleep problems. You might be talking about some food eating problems. Maybe you have some aches and pains. Maybe you have a knee problem because you've got, you know, a joint that's um, overused or it's worn out. But when you, by the time you get to the end of the appointment, I'm not sure you're going to be talking about how much you've been drinking. And so even though when you go for a physical, you're often asked questions in advance that you bring with you and the doctor reviews them, um, in that short appointment, and especially if you look like a well-coiffed 85-year-old, your nails are done, your hair is done, maybe you were the CEO of a major company, and you know I'm not sure we're going to talk about the fifth of vodka that you're now consuming at night. The other issues that happen are that um, you're retired, perhaps. And when you have to go to work, especially if you're in a job where you're drug tested, you know, you may have a pattern where you maybe use on the weekend. But, you know, if you're going to be drug tested during the week, you're probably going to be careful about that. Um, you're probably going to be careful that you don't have, you know, too much alcohol in your system because you have to drive to work or you have to get your kids to school um, and you're the driver. But as an older adult, you don't have that rigid having to get to bed at this time, getting up at this time, because work makes that framework. The other thing is you may have lost your partner of many years. You may have lost um, a housemate of many years. Um, you may have lost your spouse of many years. So nobody's really watching how much you're consuming. You know, perhaps the recycling person has some idea, you know, when they pick up their recycling bin. But you may not at all, you know, um, have any guidelines that you had when you were younger about getting to work at a certain time, not using because of drug testing when you work for a manufacturer or something like that. So there's things like that that are kind of going against us. And the ageism part is that, you know, we don't spend enough research dollars on mental health in general or chemical dependency issues in general. And even within, within that small amount of money, a lot of that money goes to young folks because, you know, it's a young person's onset illness. And like all illnesses, mental health issues and substance use issues, um, they're good when they're tackled early, you know. Let's talk about this and try to do some prevention or treatment young. And so someone who's older doesn't get the majority of the research funds. So we don't know, um, you know, all the resources that are available because we don't spend very much time with older adults. So there's an ageism thing going on as well as the stigma of mental illness and the stigma of substance use disorder. The other thing is that, you know, when you use or misuse, I should say, alcohol, medications and drugs, you can really be at great risk for things like falls. And falls are really, a really, really a hard thing in older adults. Um, if you're frail and you're an older adult, it may be 
the beginning of a tipping point of the end of your life with a major fall. Major falls can cause confusion. Major falls in an older adult can cause delirium. And then they're associated with high rates of emergency, room hospitalizations, and mortality. So our goal, of course, is to prevent falls, if possible, with older adults. And so by addressing some of the substance use issues, um, we can get at that. The other thing is that, you know, as you age, you know, you develop many disorders. And so I think that makes it hard um, to see one practitioner, you know, who understands all of the parts of an aging person. We don't have enough geriatricians, um, which are people who've had internships and residencies in older adults specific. We have very limited geriatric psychiatrists. You know, a psychiatrist already has an internship and a residency in psychiatry, and then they would have an additional, you know, residency or internship in geriatrics. And so, you know, as you get older with your mental illness, ideally you'd be seeing a geriatric psychiatrist, but, you know, we have so few of them. The other thing is that, you know, we do have resources, um, not as many as we'd like, but there is an older adult version of mental health first aid. It's an eight-hour class that can be taken by people who work with older adults. An older adult themselves can certainly take the class. Volunteers that work with older adults can take the eight-hour class. Also, um, you know, NAMI offers, you know, a series of classes in general um, called Gray Matters, of which the substance use um, disorder class is part of. Um, there also are some geriatric inpatient units in Minnesota. And so, again, if someone has acute symptoms they can go of mental health issues, they can go to a geriatric inpatient unit where they will have people that understand the aging body, you know, as well as mental health issues. For substance use disorders, you know, much of the treatment for older adults is done as day treatment or is done as outpatient treatment. There really is only um, one um, inpatient specific for seniors, and that's in Florida. Um, however, you know, there are inpatient treatment programs for substance use disorder that have all adult ages, and so older adults would be mixed in uh, in, in a inpatient setting with 18 and older. Um, there are a couple programs in the Twin Cities, though, that do very specifically work on an outpatient basis with older adults that are struggling with substance use disorder. And so, you know, we'll talk about those um, if you take the class. So I encourage um, those folks that um, are managing a substance use disorder, they may have been managing it for many years, it may increase, you know, as they are now older. Um, in the same token, it may actually um, improve as people get older, but it is never too old, never too late to get help for a mental health issue, a substance use disorder, no matter what your age. So if you want more information, you know, about the Gray Matters series at NAMI Minnesota, you would go to our um, NAMI Minnesota website and there you'll find um, the information under our older adults section. Visit NAMI Minnesota online at namimn.org.